Hi, and welcome to the East to West WLS podcast, where we support the bariatric community with humor, humility, and honesty. I'm April, and I'm the West. And I'm Jason, and I'm the East. Today, we are thrilled to be welcoming the entire East to West crew. Hi, ladies. We have a very special episode planned for you. Uh, we were very fortunate to be able to gather as an entire crew to reflect on the year that was. So this episode is all about us just, just going back to, to this year, thinking about all that we accomplished, thinking about things that we struggled and how we overcame those struggles, and then looking forward to 2021. Uh, we, we know that it's important to, to think about you know, what we wanna accomplish and to kind of game plan forward for that, uh, because goals without a plan are just dreams. And while we are all beautiful dreamers, we are also here to get shit done. And we're going to do that by talking about how we want our 2021 to go and how we are going to accomplish that. So that is, uh, that's the goal for today. Uh, before we go any further, I have to say two things. Uh, if listening to a podcast is not your favorite way of learning and growing, check us out on YouTube. All five of us are the most adorable human beings that you've ever seen. We are very animated when we speak uh, and we record in Zoom so that you can watch us if you don't want to listen to us. So just pop over to YouTube, type in East, the number two, West underscore WLS, and our beautiful YouTube page will will pop up and you can watch this episode and all of our previous episodes. The second thing I wanna say is that the, the three ladies that are joining us today joined East to West as just volunteers. They believed in what we were doing. They wanted to help support this community. They valued what we were doing and they joined us because they, they love us. But it's only because of their support and their dedication to what we do, we've been able to grow as a community and as a place of support. So you ladies, I, I just want to say it publicly. I, I say it all the time and I don't care. You are amazing. The support that you offer us is invaluable. And you are just the most fantastic human, human beings that, that we know. You guys are straight up rock stars. So thank you so much for being a part of East to West. You guys yeah. are the best. The Definitely. best. Thank you. Can't thank you enough for all that you do. Everybody thinks that, you know, all the support that we offer is amazing. And we tell people all the time, we, we couldn't do what we do without you guys behind us helping to push the, uh, the initiative. So we can't thank you enough. Nope. It's because of you, East to West, WLS is amazing. So thank you. <laughs> all right. So how this episode flow is kind of going to go, uh, we're going to just open the floor to everybody to give a brief introduction. And we're going to actually go in the order of, of how people joined East to West. So I'm going to start, Jason's going to follow, and then it's going to be Becca, Ashley, and then Natalie. Uh, and we kind of have three big questions that, that we're going to ask today. So we're going to be reflecting on, on the things that we accomplished. Then we're going to move on to our struggles and how we kind of faced our struggles, because there was a lot that we all kind of went through this year. So we're, we're going to reflect on that and talk about how we faced it and, and overcame it and just ba battled back against these struggles. And then we are going to talk about our goals or uh, our intentions for 2021. What do we want to accomplish and how do we want to feel? And then we're going to brainstorm how we're going to, to accomplish that, how we're going to make that happen. Uh, again, it hasn't happened yet. So these are just things that we're kind of kicking around, but we want to be able to, we want to be able to highlight that 
while it's one thing to, to want to accomplish something, it's another thing to have a game plan in place. And if you guys have been following us at East to West for a while, you know that we are all about the game plan. We are all about providing you know the, the supports for how we're gonna do it and then the scaffolding to make that happen. So that's really, uh, it's really what this conversation is all about. So, okay, without any further ado, are you guys ready to reflect? Let's do it. All right. So let's start with introductions. So if you are new to East to West or you're new to listening, you're new to watching, uh, we just wanna kind of introduce you to who we are as humans and how we kind of fit into the East to West puzzle. So I'm gonna go first. Uh, my name is April, I am 39 years old. I'll be 40 in 2021, which is a little bit, mm, a little bit crazy, but it's okay. It's for a different conversation. <laughs> I had a VSG in July of 2019. I have lost 120 pounds uh, and I pay my mortgage uh, by being a teacher. So I am a, I'm a dean of students and I'm a teacher at an online public school here in Washington state. All right, Jason, you're up next. Uh, my name is Jason. I am 44 years old. I had VSG in March of 2020. And I have lost, as of this morning, 164 pounds all total together. Uh, nobody told me we were supposed to be paying the mortgage, so uh, I guess I probably should get on that. But uh, uh, by trade, I work in insurance underwriting, which is kind of boring. So this is uh, my escape from all of that boringness, is having fun with you ladies. Love it. Uh, hey guys, I'm Becca. I am almost 23 years old, just shy of a week. Um, I will be 23. I had VSG October 14th of this year. I am down 40 pounds since surgery, a total of 100 pounds um, since I started my journey. And I'm so excited to be here with you guys. Amazing. Hey everyone, I'm Ashley. Um, I'm 28. I had um, RNY, October 13th of this year, I have lost in total pre-op and post-op 152 pounds, and I'm a stay-at-home mom. Dude, oh, amazing, amazing. Hey guys, I'm Natalie. Um, I just turned 27, and I just had my weight loss surgery. I had BSG on September 28th of this year, 2020. Um, I've lost a total of 46 pounds since surgery, but 96 overall. And um, at this time, I am unemployed, but normally I'm in the customer experience realm. Yeah. And a uh, social media marketing genius extraordinaire, right? Let's just, let's just call that out. So the reason that I feel so um, inspired to always share a little bit about us is because I think it's so important for people to know that we live all over the United States. We are different ages. Jason is, is of, of a different sex than most of us, but that's okay. We still love him dearly. But we've, we're all at different stages of our VSG journey, right? So our age is different, where we live is different, the procedures that we had are different. But when we get together, we are talking about things that benefit and, and help us live our lives at our healthiest weight, no matter, no matter any of these things that make us different. And I think it's important that people know that. It doesn't matter if you're pre-op, if you're post-op, if you're two years, if you're six months, if you're two, you know, two days, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you're in your 20s, 30s, or 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s. We are here to support each other and to support this community. And that's kind of rare. And I'm so excited that we actually get to be a part of this because that's how we grow. That's how this community is supported. That's how we find success. That's how we build community. It's how we make connections. So 
thank you for, for sharing a little bit about yourself and the journey that you're on. Okay, first question, kind of the big one. Well, they're all big, but uh, what were some of our biggest accomplishments this year? And when we were talking earlier, before we actually hit record, at first the conversation was a little bit downer, right? Because everybody was like, oh, I don't know, I don't feel like I accomplished a lot and blah, 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 blah. I threatened to slap people like Prince uh, in a Dave Chappelle episode. And that kind of got our, our brains moving in the direction of, we have actually done some really amazing shit. So we're going to take a moment and we are just going to brush our shoulders off and we are gonna tell the world all of the amazing things that we did this year. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna start us off. Uh, my three big accomplishments this year was I learned how to live my life at 120 pounds lighter. I have been able to maintain a low weight and I have never been able to do that before in my life. And I am thrilled about that. I, I don't weigh what I wanna weigh and I don't weigh what my body is is going to be happy at, but man, I'm so close. And I'm so thrilled that I have been able to maintain it. That is just unbelievable for me. Uh, I was able to grow our East to West community. I am so proud of that. I'm so proud of the support that we offer. I'm so proud of the connections and the friendships that I have made with people that I never in a million years would have known. Uh, I, I'm just so happy to be a part of a community that I can contribute to and that I can go to when I'm struggling, right? Like you guys are, we we're all have this giant text message thread uh, and any time of the day or night, I can message it and one of you guys will be there to support me. Uh, that is unheard of. And I also have that on, on Instagram and in the communities that we've created. So I'm so proud of that accomplishment. Uh, and I'm also really proud of feeling feeling and knowing that I'm genuinely helping other people, right? It's why I went into education. I'm called to serve. I'm called to service. I'm called to like teach and learn and grow. And I'm really starting to understand that that means more than just my little sweet, adorable children at school. Uh, I get so much satisfaction. I get so much joy out of, out of helping others. And now I get to do it in an area of my life that I'm so passionate about because I know that the more that I help others, the more that I'm helping myself, right? When I give, I get, and I'm just so thrilled about, uh, about those accomplishments. So that, those, those are my three big things for this year. I myself um, would say for the three big accomplishments, the first was making the decision to have the surgery in the first place, just so choosing myself, choosing my why, um, having the surgery was another and the success that I've had since I've had the surgery. Um, and then also would be finding you, finding everybody that's here with us today, um, helping to start and nourish and, and grow East to West like we have. Um, there's something, you know, my, my wife laughs at me even still to this day because I still get choked up at messages and testimonials that we get when people will say, you know, when they send us messages and say, you know, there was a certain thing I heard in the podcast that really resonated with me because of this, or I've always felt like this, and you guys were really there to help me. Those things to me are invaluable. I can't, like, I will never get tired of hearing that. You know, some people may get tired of reading their messages when you get enough followers and you, you know, the uptick of that starts and messages start coming in at all hours. And I, I just, I, I can't ever get tired of hearing people say that the things that we have come up with or the ideas that you know that we all have in, in meetings that we have or things that we say just when we're recording 
really hit people and help people in their most dire time and need because I, I I take myself directly back to whatever time frame they're in post-op and I can remember feeling like you know the reason that April and I came together and realized that we needed to start east to west was because of the lack of support and I'm right back in that time frame where I remember there not being any support reaching out for you know somebody and there not being anybody there so to know that we can be that light for other people is never going to be something that I can get tired of grow old you know it's not going to get old it's not going to oh your body you know when people say that oh sorry to bother you like that just rips me apart because it's not that's the last thing I think of like I get excited like oh somebody needs help and we can actually be there to do that like that that invigorates me like nothing that you know like very few things in in life can so that you know, the first thing that I try to do to everybody that we talk to is disarm them in that moment and let them know it's never a bother. Like it's absolutely, that's the last thing we think of. So please, anytime reach out because if there's anything we can do to help anybody, that's why we started this. And that's why we're gonna continue to do that until, you know, till the end. Well, and just when you were saying saying what you just said, we started East to West in 2020, mm-hmm. didn't we? Mm-hmm. Oh my God. So I, I, for some reason, I thought we'd been doing this for years, but holy shit, it's yeah. just been 2020. Yeah. You said, you said grow East to West. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, that was awesome that we grew it, but we also started it. Yeah. We started in March of 2020 and two weeks after, or, well, it, no, I say we, we started, we, we technically started in April because I met you two weeks after I had surgery. So it was already close to April anyway. So yeah, we. Oh my God, eight months. Jesus, Un- okay. Wow, that just blew my mind, blew my mind. Okay, wow, thank you, friend. <laughs> yes, ma'am, that's what I'm here for. Um, so some of my biggest, biggest accomplishments, um, like Jason said, is just having surgery. Um, I've been big my whole life, so just, getting the courage to say it's time and have surgery um was a big part of like this year for me um another one is branching out of my comfort zone in multiple ways I have very high anxiety um and when I first came on the podcast with April and Jason I was freaking out I was like no like this is gonna go horrible I'm gonna be anxious and now it's like second nature to me um and then obviously like branching out um, in a way of support, just so many people I've met that I would have never known if I didn't one, have surgery and two, branch out and make my Instagram to keep me accountable. And my third one is like huge for me because I lost weight as many people have over time and over time, but I've officially lost a hundred pounds. And that's the biggest chunk of weight I've lost in one, one span of time. So 2020, it, it was a shit show, but it's definitely a good one. Girl, when I think about who, how you portrayed yourself when we first met you, now you're you're a constant podcast contributor. You help me coordinate our virtual bariatric meetups, which are which are like hugely, wildly, and popular successful. I mean, oh my god, yeah, night and day, amazing accomplishments, amazing. 
Um, I would have to say, well, my biggest accomplishment was actually having surgery because I was pre-op for over a year and a half um, and actually making the decision to go through with it because many people don't know, um, three years leading up to me actually having surgery, I started the process three different times and quit in various spots. Um, my second biggest accomplishment is I've hit 152 pounds down overall, and that's 75% of my goal. So I only have 25 more percent uh, weight to lose to hit my actual goal. Um, and then I would say my third biggest accomplishment is actually um, speaking out about my mental health and getting that under wraps and um, just being a big advocate for um, checking in on people and seeing how they're doing. I have to tell you, Ashley, I, your candid conversations with us, both privately, just within East to West, and then, you know, just on your own platform has so opened my eyes to what it really means and looks like to people who are struggling with mental health. I would have never in a million years known it. I just would have never I don't experience it myself. So for you and Natalie and Becca to be so open about what you're experiencing, you guys can't, I mean, Jason and I talk privately often. And a lot of times our conversations are about you guys and us just going, oh my God, I had no idea. I just, I didn't know this was a thing. I didn't know that this was a struggle. And it's opened our eyes to how we can support you guys as, as our friends, but how we can support this community. Because half the things that we come up with are your guys' ideas. And it's all around mental health. I mean, it's just, it's such a gift that you guys, I think, don't give yourself enough credit for, but I'm very happy to hear that you're talking about this and your accomplishments because it's, it's astronomical. I mean, yeah, just unbelievable, right. you guys. Well, and my wife being in the business of being a, a mental health counselor and advocate, I talk to her a lot about the things that you guys, you know, you guys are talking about that you're being, that you're very open with in our messages. And she helps me to kind of understand how to not only approach you guys about things, but also in the, to help me understand kind of what the day-to-day -day looks like for you guys when you are struggling so much. So I know kind of not only how to lighten the load for you guys or make it a little easier for you guys to work around, but also, like April said, how we can support and continue to be there for you guys because support is support. Like we we started this as as weight loss surgery support and support for people, but it, the end game is support of all shapes and sizes and colors. Like it doesn't matter. If you need support, we need to be willing and able to offer support of all kinds. So you guys are once again invaluable in the fact that you're branching us out from not only the weight loss side, but the mental health side, which is a huge component of weight loss surgery that is so kept undercover, pre-op, post-op, no matter what, like they just don't tell you about that part of it. And, you know, that's one of the big things April and I had talked about whenever this whole thing kicked off is we're ripping the veil off of everything. Like you're not going to be able to hide shit, pre-op, post-op, any of that. We're, you know, if enough people pre-op come to us for the information, you're going to know all of it and they're not going to be able to hide any parts of it. And we want people to be more informed when they go in to talk to their surgeons to say, I've heard a lot about this X, Y, and Z aspects of things. So hopefully, you know, the end result for us is we end up, you know, getting them to not 
so much alter the pre-op process, but if they can help build on and better the pre and post-op experience for patients, that would be amazing for everybody that comes after so that they don't have to deal with, you know, the darkness and the black holes and the pitfalls that we did going through it before we were able to start this. Exactly. Well said, my friend. All right, last, certainly not least, Natalie, what were your accomplishments? Um, well, like everyone else, it's, you know, I had the surgery. That was a huge deal for me. I, if you don't know, if you haven't followed me for a while, I had surgeries. Uh, yes, I said surgeries previously um, that did not work. Uh, and it took a lot of guts for me to do it again. And the fact that I just, I did it. That was huge. Um, another one is that I uh, also lost almost 100 pounds. I lost 96 pounds since June. Um, 50 of that was my pre-op, which I was just talking to my mom today. Like the fact that I did that is amazing. Blows my mind <laughs> that I did that. Huge. Um, yeah, it was huge. And uh, yeah, I, I'm baffled by it every day. Um, and then my last one is just finally finding like my niche and my passion. Um, I like April had mentioned, you know, love helping people, but never really knew my outlet to do that. Um, you know, I was partially ashamed of my two previous, you know, failed surgeries and things like that, but to have this platform and to now work with Jason and April, have my own Instagram, all of that has really given me an outlet to help myself, but also help other people. And like Jason had mentioned before, you know, getting those messages like that, you know, I have, I made it to my surgery day because of you, like those have me crying because I never had that. So to know that I can be that for someone else is humongous. And I'm just like really honored and also excited uh, to keep going. It's so invigorating, right? I mean, when, when you're feeling down about your own journey to have these little stories in the back of your brain that people have gifted you, it's where it's, it's the, the gas tank that, that you, that you draw from when, when you need that little extra boost, it's just unbelievable. And I think we've all, <clears throat> we've, we all know what, what it feels like to be pre-op. We all know the things that our brain tells us before surgery to talk us out of it. So when we say like, oh no, like having surgery, that is a major accomplishment. We all know what that took to get there to that day and to not go running out of the hospital. So it is just such a monumental, monumental accomplishment. Yeah. And pre-op, oh my God, I didn't lose. I think I lost two pounds in my pre-op experience. And all of you guys lost massive amounts of weight. Ashley, you were like a hundred pounds. Natalie, you were 50. Jason, Becca, you guys were massive amounts. That is so hard because that's, you're doing that without your tool. You are just doing that with sheer willpower. And we all know willpower is bullshit. So the fact that you guys did that, oh my God, dude. I, mind blown, mind blown. Well done, you guys. Oh, it makes me so happy to hear all of our accomplishments. And I just, puts me in a, just a very joyous mood. So thank you for sharing that. Okay, our next question. What were some of our biggest struggles and how did we face our struggles? Uh, we all know this has been a year a year 
so I'm very uh, excited and curious to see what your struggles were. And really what I'm most looking forward to is to understanding how you overcame them. Because if you struggled with it, somebody else in our community struggled with it. And for you to be able to offer your insights into how you overcame, how you faced it and how you, how you battled back is going to spark somebody else's uh, muscle, right? They're, they're going to see, well, if, if she faced that, or if he faced that, and that's how, you know, they overcome it, I overcame that I could do the same thing too. So I think this is going to be a really powerful conversation. Okay. Uh, my struggles were kind of three big things. And I don't think any of this will be a surprise to you because you are my people and I come to you and I am struggling. Uh, but my first one was, I really struggled with doing things that I know I needed to do when I didn't want to do them. And I was probably 50-50 on this one. There were some days where I just said, no, nah, uh, F it. I, I just can't do it. Uh, but when I had the willpower and the energy and the capacity to overcome that struggle, uh, the thing that really just kept playing in the back of my brain was it doesn't matter that you're tired or it doesn't matter that you're out of gas. Do it tired. Do it exhausted. Just do it. Force myself. Just push through the 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 you know, that pull to not do it and just do it. Because every single time I made the decision to do it tired, to do it exhausted, I felt better. So that, that was a real big struggle for me this year. Uh, the other thing that was a struggle was listening to my body. It was not something I'd ever done in my past. You guys know I talk about this. My life was from my neck up. That was, that was my entire life. So to have to listen to my body, to have to take the time to listen to my body was a real struggle. And again, I was probably 50-50. I only gave it you know, what it needed half of the time. But I really overcame that struggle by forcing myself to slow down, whether that was slow down in my eating, whether it was just in a moment of sheer panic and anxiety to just sit back and go, you need to chill the F out. You need to take a deep breath. You need to let your rational brain kick in and then you need to problem solve. That was so helpful. And when I could do that, I made better decisions. I made better choices. I was able to like rationalize what was happening, you know, in, in my life and, and in my brain and in my body. Uh, so that was, that, that was a great tool. And I will be carrying that with me into, into the new year. And I really think my biggest struggle this year, and you guys know, you guys know this, this is not going to be a surprise. And you guys all helped me through it. I really struggled with comparison and jealousy. Those were, that was my two, that was my, that was my struggle this year. Uh, and I, I just constantly found myself being, I would vacillate between, oh, I'm so excited about what I'm doing personally or what we're doing at East to West. And then, oh my God, but look at what somebody else is doing, or they're already doing it or doing it better. Or they have my more followers or more engagement or look at them professionally. Oh my God, it kept me up at night and it really started to suck the joy out of my life, all facets of my life. Um, and you guys had the best suggestions ever. You said you need to unfollow or you need to mute. And when I actually did that, it helped. Uh, you said you need to focus on on what you want to create and what you want to do in your own life and not compare yourself to others because they're, they're doing something completely different. They're talking about something different, right? They're, what they do is not what you do. It's not what we do. So you need to focus on what we do well and continue to do that well. And as soon as I got that through my brain, that was a huge help, a huge help. 
And the other thing that you guys recommended that I do, and I thought you guys were bullshit for this, but was to reach out to the people that I was comparing myself to or, or finding jealousy uh, around and reach out to them and congratulate them on their, on their success and celebrate the support that other people are creating in this community. Celebrate the progress that my peers are making. Reach out to them and just acknowledge the hard work that they're doing. I know how hard it is. I'm doing it. So if I'm exhausted doing it, they're exhausted doing it as well. And as soon as I reached out to those people, wow, I was really surprised in the best possible way by the feedback that I got from them or just the acknowledgement of the hard work and how, how much it just released all of this pressure that I was putting on myself that nobody else was doing. It was just, just amazing. So um, all of that came from you guys. And it really also gave me the space to sit back and celebrate all of the support that's being created for the bariatric community in the world. And all of the things that are being created in, in my professional education world, right? The pandemic has just really forced people to get creative and it's created all, I mean, you know, it, all of these new interesting ways of connecting and teaching and, 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 creating it, it all came out of this really horrible thing which was the pandemic so you guys really helped me create the space to celebrate all of these things that were being created in a space that isn't rooted in jealousy or isn't rooted in comparison you guys really gave me the ability to sit back and go that's amazing and i'm just going to celebrate that and i'm going to thank that person for all that they're doing for the bariatric community or for kids and for, for little kids or education or right in my my the community that i live in that was that was a gift and, and you guys really gave that to me so thank you for that well, we're glad we were able to do that because a lot of, you know, the, there are a lot of people out there offering support in our community now, which is amazing. Yeah. And, you know, it's there, there's enough people in the community that need help that may not be as excited about what we do versus what somebody else does. So mm -hmm. the fact that there's, you know, it, that there's support out there for everyone, no matter what, yes. you know, what's going on with their struggles is uh, an amazing thing. So I, I think there should be a lot less competition as far as that stuff goes. And, yeah. you know, because, because, you know, like I said, there's enough people that need the assistance. And as long as there's mm -hmm. enough people out there that can help those people, then we're in a good spot. So. Well, and I just can't believe, right, when people reached out to me and I couldn't provide the support or I didn't have the answer, it was really hard at me first to go, well, I think you should maybe head over to this page or contact this person or look at this website because they're doing some, they're doing, they're offering the support that you need and they're doing it really well. And I can't believe what people came back to me and they're like, oh my God, thank you so much. That was exactly what I was looking for. It's like, oh, thank God. And you know, that that's really what makes my heart happy. That's really what provides me joy in my life. And that's what helps me overcome this struggle is to connect people to what they need. And I don't care if it's, if it's bariatric, if it's professional, if it's personal, if it's within my own community, if I can be the connector, then I have done my job. Well, I, I have, I have, I've filled my bucket and that's all that matters. Well, and those people are also going to remember, they'll, they'll remember the person that led them to the help as much as they'll remember the help, because, you know, you, you were the beacon in the storm, like you, you not only, you know, grabbed a hold of them, but you, you know, held their hand until you got them where they needed to be. So mm -hmm. that's, that's just as important as, as the help they received a lot of times. So. Yep. Couldn't agree more. All right, my friend, Jason, what, what were your struggles this year and how did you, how did you face them? Uh, the one of the biggest struggles for me, we had talked about it in one of the other podcast episodes, is 
uh, when you start to feel normal again, when you start to get to the point that, you know, surgery, the post-op stuff and, and how you're going to eat is not your, is not your everyday focus. And you start to feel like you can just kind of do whatever. And you start, uh, starting to kind of lean, lean a little bit out of the frame when it comes to, uh, the things that you're starting to experiment with and, uh, mm -hmm snacking comes into play and you know for me it was the cracker the cracker incident of 2020 where i decided to go fall off the wagon and start buying boxes of crackers and eating said boxes of crackers mm -hmm. so making uh you know making those adjustments to kind of refocus on my why and remember the fact that you know that there's stalls that naturally happen but there's also you know self-imposed stalls from your dumbass eating a box of crackers when you didn't have and uh, yeah, that, a lot of that will lead you right back to a place that, you know, you start blaming this, well, I, I've been in a five-week stall. In reality, you're just, you know, plowing through carbs like there's no tomorrow. So that those things kind of resetting back to the, like I said, refocusing on the why and tracking and getting back on, on, on track and liquids and things like that matter. Because I know I was for a long time during the binging of the cracker incidents as I was foregoing a lot of my liquids in favor of eating mm -hmm. so that I wouldn't fill up on liquids and could, you know, fit more crackers in there. So, yeah. you know, you get back to the point that, you know, you start to feel bad because you're running down because you're dehydrated and things like that. You the, the slippery slope happens a lot faster than people think. So, Getting back on track with that's helped out a ton. Um, no longer go to the to the store that houses said crackers. And uh, <laughs> I love the fact that even, you won't even say what brand they are. You won't even say what they are. You don't even want to speak no, them into existence again. Because what's funny is is because this is the thing. Because Cheez-Its are Cheez-Its are the ones. Cheez-Its are the devil. But <laughs> I cannot. I can't eat actual Cheez-Its. They've got to be bootleg Cheez-Its and they've got to be all the bootleg Cheez-Its because all the rest of them are too salty. It's too much. So oh my Aldi, God. Aldi, Aldi will sell a family-sized box of bootleg Cheez-Its and nine times out of 10, they're on sale. So they're in a section of the store where I specifically have to go only to buy, only to grab the box. I need nothing else from that area. So it's very simple for me to go in and grab my protein bars because that's a completely different aisle that's right by the register. So even if I have to grab meat or anything else from Aldi, that's in a completely separate corner of the store too. So what I've started doing is, is I just don't go on the wrong half of the aisle. Like I walk in the door, if I stay on the main aisle when you walk in, it leads to the crackers. But if I don't, if I zigzag my way through the store, I can grab the bars, meat, loop back around and hit the checkout and then leave. So for a while, I didn't even go to Aldi period because I knew what was going to happen. I would send my son to get my protein bars because I knew because he was flat out. Like every time he saw me with the box, he would take it and run with it and give it to my granddaughters who would eat the whole box and then I wouldn't have crack. So yeah. But when he left, I didn't have anybody to buy my protein bars anymore. So I had to go do it. But you would have thought, I mean, it, it was bad. You would have thought, you would have thought I was a gambling addict with a hundred dollar bill in the slot machine then at Caesar's Palace when I walked in the door to Aldi because I was like, I'm looking around like shit, shit. No. Yeah. So I'm doing the one of these Jason. and I'm like going down yeah. the, the, the right aisle to get my protein bars. 
You do know you're talking to a, a Zoom session of everybody who knows exactly what this is like. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I know. I know. But just in case the, the lovely people at home don't quite understand. <laughs> if they haven't made it there yet. But yeah, so so yeah, I'm, I'm doing I'm doing one of these like to get to the to, to get to the protein bars and then get checked out. But the sense of relief when I left the store and didn't buy them was just amazing. I was just like, oh, okay, that went well. And it just from that point on, I haven't done it since then. So it actually worked. But yeah, that that was some of the biggest as far as, as struggle wise goes is just making sure that I stay away from the things that I know aren't going to serve the purpose that I'm on, so. Your struggle and your honesty and your your very creative ways of, of riding that ship are commendable. Well done, friend. Thank you. <laughs> Miss Becca, struggles and, and how you uh, overcame them? Um, so if you're not watching, I just put a blanket on. I have three blankets on currently. That is one of my biggest struggles. I went from being sweating hot all the time because I was so fat and now I'm, I'm freezing my, my little butt off over here. Um, that's like one of the, that's, that's the biggest right now for, mm -hmm. for one of them. The struggle is real. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I just recently started losing my hair at first when I, I was told that I was going to lose hair. I was like, eh, I have thick hair. I don't care, whatever. But when I'm showering and I'm like pulling it and it just keeps coming and I'm like, holy shit. And I'm putting it on the wall because I don't want to put it down the drain. I'm like, holy shit, this is a lot of hair. Um, so just kind of like trying to cope with that right now um, is a huge struggle because it just started um, and it's getting worse. My mom and my dad keep telling me, oh, I noticed that your hair is thinning. And I was like, no, it's not. It's not thinning. You don't, you don't know what you see. You don't know. No, yeah. no, there's a, no, I feel a lot of hair still. <laughs> um, but as everybody knows on the Zoom call, life kind of has been my biggest struggle. Um, I've kind of been in, like most people this year, have been in a snowball effect of just shit show after shit show. Um, I feel like uh, sometimes like the only thing that that happened this year that was great and like this was great for me to like think about all the things that I've accomplished but surgery was like my biggest thing but then surgery led to other things that help that didn't help like my mental health and stuff like that. Um, I've had absorption issues with my medications um, not only like my allergy medications but also my mental health medications so I've had to sort of reach out to more people and more supports to help figure that out than I would normally. Um, but also like the mental health aspect of surgery in general is it was just a lot to go through, especially when we're in the middle of a pandemic and you can't really like go out to eat with your friends or like, especially cause I had surgery, like I can't go out to eat with my friends too and like stuff like that. So like my normal coping skills for when I was feeling down in the dumps were kind of all forfeited at once because of the pandemic and surgery. Um, so yeah, my biggest struggle definitely this year was like my, my mental health um, aspect. And I'm really like proud of myself of how I faced them because I reached out to so many people um, between you guys and um, doctors. I like, I would have never reached out to a new psychiatrist or like to go to a psychiatrist normally to get my meds changed that I've worked for years. Um, and reaching out to new friends and old friends in my family. It's just been like, 
something I've normally never done when I would normally just keep everything inside and eat my feelings away. Your growth is commendable, absolutely commendable. And just the fact that you felt, you know, safe enough to go to people who you haven't known for that long and say, hey, I'm struggling. This is really shitty. I'm very vulnerable. I'm very angry. I'm very mad. And to be okay with us just kind of saying like, I'm sorry, you know, what can we do to help or offer our advice? And for you to just be able to like, nope, like this is not helpful or okay, I, that, that gives me something to work with. That was huge. That was huge. You would have never done that before. Never. Amazing. Well done, my friend. Miss Ashley. Well, I would definitely um, go on what you and Becca both have said. Um, you most uh, definitely for comparison because that's been one of my struggles is I compare myself to everyone and not just in the weight loss community, just in all aspects of life. Mm -hmm. um, and then as far as what Becca was saying, mental health has been the biggest part of it, um, especially with the malabsorption issues um, after surgery. And honestly, I was pre-op for over a year and a half. Well, it was about a year and a half. And I thought that I was going to be prepared. Like I knew everything there's no amount of preparedness that will get you through the surgery. Um, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but I seriously, <laughs> uh, I thought I, I thought I was going to be able to go through it smooth sailing, but it didn't happen that way. Um, but definitely it forced me to reach out to new people, um, extend my, you know, hand to people that were struggling um, finding people who had the same struggles was the biggest help that I found. Um, some knowing that someone else can relate to what I'm going through. Um, as far as comparing myself, I have deleted a few or unfollowed a few accounts, but I still there's people in, in my everyday life that I still compare myself to. So that's kind of hard to unfollow, but we're working on that. You know, and what I really appreciate about how you have overcome some of your struggles is you've been able to say like, I'm not doing well right now, but here's, here's the medical stuff that I've, that I've reached out to. I've let you guys know, and I just need to step away. I need to step away from social media. I need to spend time with my family. I need to spend time with myself. And I think you can only do that when you feel comfortable with the people that are kind of surrounding you. And that takes a lot. That's not easy for a lot of us to do. And the fact that, you know, I think we're also beautifully highlighting, there's a lot of different ways that we can confront these struggles as they come. And we all have a different idea of doing it. And I think we're, we're all testimony to, you can get through difficult times, you can do things differently, and it's going to be okay, you can still show up, Not, you know, the, the worst is, you know, you, you can get through the worst by relying on your people and your community. Well, and one of the things we've taught each other this year was since, you know, we've brought everybody on board and we've kind of been communicating through the text messages and things like that with each other is we've all kind of learned self-care and how to step away and how to put things down because, you know, growing anything, especially growing a following like we've been doing with East to West and all the things that it entails to grow something like this, it takes a lot. It takes a lot from everybody that's involved. It's, you know, it's a round the clock type of thing that, you know, I, I know I've woken up and I've replied to messages two, three, four, five o'clock in the morning 
and just kind of round the clock doing stuff. So, I mean, you know, we've all done that. So, you know, learning, you know, April taught me early on, she's like, look, man, put it down, take the weekend, don't do anything, don't touch it. And, you know, we've all kind of echoed the same sentiment to each other, you know, at one point or another. And, you know, somebody else is always right there standing, willing to pick up, you know, whatever slack there's going to be with that person out. And I love that about the way we work with each other is because you, we all know we're all committed to doing what we're doing so that if one of us asks for or mentions that we need to step away, you know, everybody else is willing right there to pick it up because that's just how we work with each other. And that's been one of the best takeaways from this year with you guys that I think even myself has learned because normally I would just keep rolling right along with it, doing the best I can, trying to just be, and manage everything, you know, and, and try to juggle it all. But in the end, it's just going to lead to breakdowns in other areas, as we all know. So the fact that, you know, I became confident enough to to take that time to sit back and, and really, you know, rely on you guys to, to, to kind of keep everything moving. And you guys have done a beautiful job in doing that. Like I, I now don't even second guess the fact that if any of us need it, I know that it's going to continue to run because we just, we're all there for each other. And that's been, that's been amazing. And what makes it even more powerful is that we know why we all need to step away. We're, we're all living it. We, we all need to become the best versions of ourselves. And what an amazing opportunity and community we've built so that we can, we can do that for each other. Just stunning. Miss Natalie. Um, yeah, so 2020 has been rough, I know, for all of us. Um, my biggest struggles were, uh, I had quite a bit of loss this year. Um, I lost my job in March. Um, which was really hard because that was a job that I saw myself progressing through. It was my first job uh, that I saw a career could blossom from. Um, and I lost my grandma about a month after that. So those two things uh, were very tough. Um, and I've never experienced a loss as large as my grandmother. She was like a mother to me. Um, so to, to go through that so early on in the year was, was really tough. Um, but, um, you know, I tried to use after making the decision to go towards the weight loss surgery route, um, I was taught how to practice gratitude in the little things. And, um, you know, even though I had this huge, these two very large losses, in my life, I still had the rest of my family. I had my friends that I've had for over a decade. Um, and I've had you guys, you know, the Instagram community and just learning to lean on those three pillars um, was huge. I'm a very, um, I mean, I love my family. I love my support system, but I'm a very do it myself kind of person. I nose to the grind, get out of my way kind of a person <laughs> and mm -hmm. being able to call someone up and say, I'm really struggling today. I need you to talk some sense into me, or I need you to tell me that everything is going to be okay. Um, so, you know, being able to learn how to use, use those things wisely 
Um, but just like you and Jason and everyone else said, being able to step away from Instagram uh, and, um, you know, allowing, I, I tell them all the time, like, hey, it's Thanksgiving or it's Christmas. I'm not going to be on my phone. I'm, I'm just not. <laughs> and, you know, you guys were so gracious to say, hey, that's, that's awesome. Glad you're doing it. And, you know, here we are. So it's a week later and, and that's what I'm doing. Um, and then I think the last thing for me was my menstrual health has been uh, very difficult. Um, similar that is to an understatement. Mental- Your menstrual, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. That is like, oh, yeah. Sorry it was to something Jesus. out of, no. <laughs> it was it's out insane. of a straight horror movie. Like, yes. uh, it was bad. <laughs> oh and my God. I was not prepared for that. Um, I my birth control history, menstrual history is already wild. And, um, to go through that was really traumatic. And, um, again, the only way I could get through it was telling my parents, um, I'm staying with them at the time saying, I can't do anything. You need to help me because I can't do anything, but lay in this bed. (laughs) And, um, that was really hard for me. I don't, I take care of others. Others don't take care of me. That's like my brain works that way. So yeah, I mean, just learning how to lean on people has been the biggest way I've gotten through it, but also practicing that gratitude of like, hey, my period really sucks right now, but at least I have someone taking care of me and going to the store for me and buying me food and things to keep me alive (laughs) and how can I kind of switch my brain to being like grateful for those moments so well and I think the other thing that that you're not you're not giving yourself enough credit for when it comes to the struggle and the loss is that you also lost all of your old ways of coping with shit when Mm -hmm. it got real So on top of the loss of your job, on top of the loss of your beloved grandmother, you lost your ability to deal with them in the same manner Mm -hmm. that you have your entire life. So not only are those losses catastrophic, but now you have to come up with a completely different way of doing that. And you were doing it on the fly, right? You were just, you were trying to come up with things in the moment. And that is the, the, the energy and the effort that that takes, unless you've been through what we've been through, you just don't, you, you can't comprehend all, all that it takes. It takes every cell, every strand of DNA to overcome that and, and forge on down a new path. So mm-hmm. it, it's just huge. And, and I think the theme that keeps coming up in this conversation, I keep thinking back to Ashley, the, the, the podcast episode that we did with you, when you said something so profound to, to me and to us and to everybody listening, you had said that somebody in your life helped speak you back to reality. And that was the most beautiful and eloquent way to really, you know, finally put into words what it means to have a conversation with somebody, what it means to reach out or what it means to, for you to reach out to somebody else. Cause that's really what you're seeking. You have realized that you are in a place that is not your reality anymore. And it's a dark, scary, cavernous hole. And we need people to speak us out of that hole. We need a, we need people to say, no, it's going to be okay. I've done this before. I have, I have a way for you to follow or simply I'm just here for you. I'm going to sit with you in this dark hole until you're ready to, to, to come out with me. What a powerful, 
thing that we have in this community, right? What a powerful tool that we can use when, when we are struggling. Uh, and, and that episode and, and what, you, what you described was just monument uh, life altering for me because you so eloquently really illustrated the power of this community and what we've been able to do. Yeah, Natalie. Yeah, and I, uh, I remember telling my mom like, wow, thank you for getting me through that time. And she was like, well, all I did was go to the grocery store and make sure that you had food. You're the one that made it. And I was like, oh, okay. You know, and, and after that moment, after that little conversation, you know, she spoke me back to reality. I was like, you're right. I did do that. I, that was me. I leaned on some people, but really ultimately it was me that got through the tough time. And I think that's something that you have to remember as like a person going through life, <laughs> you know, that you're the only one that can really get you through it. Obviously we need to lean on people, but it's all you. We got it. We got it in here and up here. We just have to, we, we have to utilize it. And, and we have to rely on our friends and our community when, when we can and not be afraid or ashamed to do that. Cause that's literally why, why everybody's here. That's what we're doing. I love it. All right, I wanna, I wanna mix up the order here a little bit. I wanna go backwards for our last question. So that means Ms. Natalie, you are on the hot seat first. But the question is, what are our goals or intentions for 2021 and how will you make that happen, right? So just, you know, what do you, what do you wanna accomplish or how do you wanna feel next year? And what are you going to do to, to turn those dreams into a reality? What is your game plan? Yeah, so uh, I mean, my main one, uh, I struggled with eating disorders and things in the past. My main goal is just to continue to build this healthier relationship with food. Um, you know, over the holidays, I had this kind of pep talk with myself, like there's going to be cheesecake there. There's going to be cookies. There's going to be all this food. And, you know, you've talked about planned events in the past and I just kind of thought, okay, how can I make this a planned event? Okay. If I'm a little bit, if I want something a little bit sweet after dinner and we're watching a movie, I'm going to let myself have a cookie. Like I, I'm not going to say that's the enemy because that will make me want it more. And I just wanted to be able to say, it's okay to have this thing. Just make sure you get your protein, your water, and you'll be fine. And that really made a huge difference to, to me this weekend. So I just want to continue to have this positive self-talk um, and make it stronger because obviously I'm so freshly post-op. I, I definitely have those moments of self-doubt. So that's like my main, my main goal. Um, but as a fun goal, I want to be able to do the turkey trot next Thanksgiving. <laughs> so, yeah. which is a 5k. Um, uh, so anyone so who fun. wants to be my accountability buddy, <laughs> we can do it. Um, and it. Yeah, I mean, those are my two main ones. I really want to make sure that I feel in control of my mental health and my body. And um, I think the way I'm going to do that is just to continue to lean on people. Um, I'm going to start meal prepping more. Uh, that's huge for me. And I want to actually buy and fully use a planner because I always use them for like, three to four months and then I get burnt out and I don't use it. And then it shows that I haven't used it 
for months. So I want to get a planner that I really love and enjoy and just be more intentional about using it. That sounds awesome. That Those are great goals. And that is a very clear plan on, on how you're going to get yeah. there. Ooh, excited. And I would love to be your turkey trot partner because we're, we're basically neighbors and we can, we can go trot around the Space Needle together. That yes, sounds like a great I plan. I love that. <laughs> awesome. Thank you, friend. All right, Miss Ashley, you're up. Um, well, my biggest goals for the new year is just to get back to basics because if you don't know, I've been struggling with my food and water, protein intake, vitamin intake, the whole nine yards since like two weeks out. Mm -hmm. So I am planning on using a new habit tracker. I've read of the book Atomic Habits. I am reading all the self-help books. Uh, <laughs> so I'm hoping that that will get me back on track because mm -hmm. even though I've been struggling, I've been still losing weight. Mm -hmm. so, you're doing something right yes yeah or I feel like it might be the unhealthy way so I get a little bit worried mm. so that. that's something that I want to get back on track with um I definitely want to start tracking my food in my fitness pal again because that's how I was so successful pre-op when I lost 108 pounds is I tracked religiously everything that went in my mouth, even if it was like a nibble or something, I would count it. Like if I had a bite of a cookie, I would count it as a full cookie worth. And that way I wouldn't go over my calories. That's a good idea. Never would have thought of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I've done that. And um, another big goal that I have, uh, it was not necessarily the turkey trot, but I do want to do um it's online. It's like a virtual 5K, but I'm a nerd and it's Harry Potter. It's for the wizarding world. So That's I wanted awesome. to. <laughs> they have one for a winner and it's, it, it comes with a wand and everything. And I'm such a nerd. I would love it. It's Dude, only, I'm like, so there. <laughs> only like $45 to sign up and you get a wand and then like this little metal that has Hedwig on it. And it's, it's cute. I'm done. <laughs> yeah. You already, got, you already got your partner. You're running your partner. Okay. <laughs> so that's just, I guess you asked for three, but protein, water, vitamins, I think that kind of covers, that, encompasses it all. That covers <laughs> it. Well, and, and you're, you're kind of aligned with Natalie, right? Planner, tracking, Becca and I are huge into our planners our and planner. our trackers. So you've got a lot of resources that you can use just within our little group. And I mean, the bariatric community, oh my God, there's so many examples and, and things that you can try out there. You, I'm I confident. Love, I love working with you all, especially because you all have different like, niches, like what you're good at. And Becca can do trackers and stuff. And I like the fact that I can make it personal to my goals. Mm -hmm. That way I don't just have a big, a bunch of blank space staring at me and then it mm -hmm. just overwhelms me. So if I could just have something tailored to myself, I think I'll be more successful. Mm -hmm. I could not agree more. Oh man. I'm super excited for you. Oh, good stuff coming up this year. I love it. Miss Becca. Um, so I have a couple of goals, uh, personal goals and weight loss goals. Um, for like weight loss, I just want to continue to stay on track. Like Natalie said, this last weekend was like, I mean, it was Christmas. So yeah, I went, yeah, I went up, I went up to the suites and I went skyrocketing back down because I knew what I needed to do. 
Um, so I'm just hoping that I stay like that because obviously I've had times where I've skyrocketed up to, to junk food and never came back down. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to continue to just stay on track with my plan and listening to myself because I definitely noticed this weekend that I overindulged but also overate and ate more than I normally probably should have. Um, so I am, I, yeah, <laughs> I, um, I want to start working out regularly. Um, I kind of was, but I also am one of those people that doesn't really like, I say, I don't have the time and everyone goes, Oh, that's an excuse, but I really genuinely don't have time. Um, so I want to at least try to, you know, stick one in a couple times a week and also track my food. That's one of my biggest goals for my weight losses. I, I need to start tracking my food because everybody asks me like what I'm getting in for carbs and stuff like that. Um, and I never know the answer. <laughs> I just go, eh, you know, it's um, lowish. Yeah. Um, a lot of people don't know I'm in school and I'm actually finishing in May. So my goal obviously likes just finish out strong and hopefully figure out what I want to do career-wise with my life because I'm kind of stuck in like that I don't know what I'm doing with my life mm-hmm. phase mm-hmm. um so yeah and I mean I could just do that by using my supports and making sure that the people in my clique are keeping me accountable <laughs> um but overall I just want to really feel happy and healthier um in many different ways physically and mentally what what tools are you going to try out when it comes to tracking so like you know your workout or your movement tracking and your food tracking what do you want to try um so food tracking i've always used my fitness pal um and i haven't figured out what i would want to use for working out yet i think i'll probably start out with just like getting into it and then saying all right like here's my routine Yep. Cause that's, well, that's the you, thing is I'm, I'm a huge routine person. That tends to help. Right. I, I think I'm the same way too. If I just make it a part of my routine, it's something I do no matter what I always wash my face. I always brush my teeth. I always do these certain things. I just need to start stacking this new thing that I want to try onto what I already do. I think I'm going to be more successful that way too. Well, and I know you and I are the absolute, the fanatics of like bullet journaling and and our journaling. And yeah, I mean, even just taking a note or making some kind of mark every day that you do work out, at least will give you like something you can go back to and say, oh, I worked out 13 out of the 30 days this month. And then the next month you'll have something else to compare it to, right? Just, just the data. So I love it. Very nice. Very exciting. All right. Uh, The Smithsonian, Mr. Truth bomb extraordinaire. I'm going to, I got a couple of different, the personal goal wise, really just trying to do the most to grow, to help grow and continue to grow east to west, do the things that we've been doing. Mm -hmm. We're starting to really hit our stride, I believe. So I want to continue to do that as much as possible. And Mm -hmm. um, I think that's going to help us all grow personally as well as professionally in that manner and uh, just polishing the things that we've been doing and just getting better you know every every time out um and I really feel like we're we're in a good position to really take 
control of what we've got going on for 2021. So I'm really excited about that. Mm -hmm. And um, other than that, I've got about 54 pounds left to hit what I thought was my original goal weight. Uh, we'll see what my body feels like once I get down there. Uh, my original goal was to drop down to about 250 pounds, but then I wanted to lift weights, build muscle back up to about 275-ish and just kind of be hanging out in that area. I like to call it my uh, my code name, look as much like Jason Momoa as possible. Instead of looking like the current Jason, I want to look like the other Jason. So we're going we're gonna to do a code name, hashtag not Jason Jason, but we'll see how that works. <laughs> but, uh, I love it. <laughs> that's my my initial plan so I don't know that's that's kind of what what I really see for this year is early because I want to try to get the 54 pounds off before March um I want to see if I can get that done because that was really what I wanted to do was to hit that that goal before my year of year, year my year date mm. um not really a hard line goal because I'm I'm all about the softer goals so it was something I would like to do but if I don't do it you know yeah I'm just going to continue to push until I do. Uh, it's just something I would like to get done by that date and then really hit it hard to be lifting back up and, and start on my, my hardcore exercise and lifting routine by then. Um, and that's, that's pretty much what I've kind of lined out for myself. And then anything else that can come up and come along, just continue to build the positive habits that uh, you guys have helped me continue to do as well as uh, the others in the in our community that's that that rallies around you so well when you're struggling so that's, that's uh, yeah that's that's pretty much what I've got lined out for this year all right i like it uh, i'm going to share my uh, my goals and intentions but as i'm doing that i want you guys to think about what's your one word that's maybe going to be like your touchstone or what do you think is going to be like the the mantra or the thing that you continue to come back to uh, next year when things get rough, right? So when you run out of gas, what's that, what's that going to be that thing that, that you come back to? That'll be the last thing that we share. Uh, so for me, my goals are, I'm so close to Wonderland. I'm so close to 199. That is my, that is my, my big weight loss goal. Uh, I want to move every day and I really want to continue to listen, listen to my body. And I'm just going to, I'm going to track, I'm going to do it tired and I'm just going to take more time to, to listen more. And, you know, I really want to feel like I am a contributor, I'm a creator, and I'm a community member. I kind of keep coming back to these big, like, these big C words. And, and I think if I can just create every day, if I can respond when people reach out to me, and when I can ask for help, or when I can reach out when I need that help, it's really going to help me feel like an active member of the community. I don't just want to be the person that's only creating. I want to be the person that's also taking in and learning and growing. And I feel like, you know, I, I get a lot of opportunity to do that on the podcast, but I want to just expand that, that out to, you know, to, to, to other areas. So, um, yeah, so that's just going to be what I focus on. And I think if I really plan out my days, well, if I really focus on my time management, I'm going to be able to fit all of those things in and still have time for my husband, still have time for me, still have time for, you know, the, 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 the littler things that, that bring me joy. Uh, so time management is just really going to be a, a big thing. And I, you guys know, I love tracking. I love Google calendar. I'm just going to utilize all of the tools that I, that I already have, uh, have at my disposal. So that's kind of my, yeah, that's my, that's my jam for this year. 
So what do you guys think? If there's one word or one touchstone that, that you can kind of go back to, or maybe one phrase, what is it going to be? What is it going to be for you this year? Mine is going to be driven because I'm driven to accomplish all of the things that I'm setting out to accomplish. Okay. I like it. I like it. Mine is a, it's a mantra, but it's grow through what you go through. Oh, that's so good. Grow through what you go through. Mm -hmm. Whoa. Yeah. That's I saw good. it on Pinterest the other day and I was like, that's what I needed to see. <laughs> Ooh, I yeah. like it. Oh, that's so good. That's really good. Oh, I don't know. Becca, Ashley, what do you guys think? I have a couple. Um, I want to be able to like boss up this year and just kind of figure out like what I'm doing because I have an idea of what I want to do. So I kind of just want to become my own boss um, in like the career world, but also like I need to, to be the boss of my, my own self too. That is very powerful. That's hard to do. That is, that is not easy, but you, you have it in you, you have the skills. And if you don't, if you don't have the skills and the tools, I know that, you know, where you can go to find those things. Yeah. Excellent. That's good. Uh, the word I would come back to is perseverance. Oh, I think that was even the title of like, of your podcast episode that you did with us. It's <laughs> uh, so yes. Perfect. Yeah, because despite what I've been through, I'll just keep pushing and I've reached, I've attained all these goals that I never thought I would. And just to come back to remind myself that for the new year is just keep pushing no matter what. Look what you did last year. Look what you can do this year. That's amazing. That is so, that is spot on. Wow. Man, you guys are good. You guys are real good. Oh, I think, I think mine is going to be contribute. I think that's going to be, I think that's going to be my word. I need to contribute to myself. I need to contribute to my health. I need to contribute to my body. I need to contribute to my community. Uh, I think that's just going to be the word. And if I can, if I can stay in, in, the, in that mindset, I, I think it's going to help me stay away from the jealousy, away from the comparison. It's just going to help me connect with people. It's really going to kind of help do, do a lot of things for me. And, and I think my, my mantra is just going to be do it tired do it exhausted, do it anyways, do it because you can, right? Just that phrase, just, I know it sounds like Nike, but it is Nike, but it's like, just do it, do it. Don't be afraid. Don't, don't hold yourself back. Don't get in your own way. Do it tired, do it exhausted. Just, ju just get it done. So I love, I love that you say do it tired because that's, I'm, we all get tired and yeah, I just love that you say do it tired. Like it doesn't matter when you do it, just do it. Right. Because my decision to do it or not do it is not going to impact my level of tiredness. I'm exhausted now. I'm going to be exhausted later. So just do it. Get it over with. Do it. And, and it's for my benefit anyway. So I'll just sleep better. <laughs> oh, my gosh, you guys. This conversation was amazing. I feel like I know you better. I feel inspired. I have some great ideas. And I'm really excited to like watch you guys, you know, on your journey and encourage you, right? To, to be that person that, that gives you that gives you that leg up. And I know that all of you guys are really gonna, you're really gonna do the same thing. 
Well, if you would like to follow us on our journey, I want to make sure that, that we let people know where, where they can connect with us. So if you want to follow along on the East to West journey, head to Instagram and search East, the number two underscore WLS, you will find our, our big, like, kind of like main page. It's where, where we come together as one collective. Uh, but where can everybody find you? Uh, Natalie, where, where can they find you? I'm at Breaking Berry, like bariatric, so B-A-R-I underscore E-R-S. Oh, I never even put that together, but oh my God. I've been <laughs> typing it wrong this entire time. Oh my God. Thank you for explaining that because I want to just straight like, nope, I thought it was something totally different. Okay, definitely. <laughs> Oh my God. Okay. Perfect. Definitely. You would definitely want to, Natalie is like social media extraordinaire. She's got great reels. She's got great content. She's very fun and very uplifting. So definitely um, a must follow as well as everybody on here. Becca, where, where can they, where can they find you at? I am at refreshing.becca. Perfect. And if you want real and honest, this is what I'm going through. This is how I'm going to overcome it. You go follow her. Absolutely. Miss Ashley, where can they follow you at? Becoming Ashley, it's all one. And Ashley is A-S-H-L-E-A. -E yes. Oh, and I so appreciate your raw, honest uh, walkthrough of what you're going through on the mental health side of things. That is beyond beneficial. And I don't know if you guys know this, but uh, Ashley has teamed up with one of her friends and Becca has joined them. They, um, they participate in like a bariatric exchange. They're very much involved with the community. So if you're ever looking for ways to become involved with the community, reach out to Becca, Ashley, and Natalie. Natalie also hosts uh, a Venmo challenge for the weight loss surgery community. If you'd like to become involved with that, that's, that's where you go for that. All right, my friend, where can they follow you? I am found at the T-H-A underscore Smithsonian. People wonder and why, because I know a little about a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know is... a lot about a lot. I don't know a lot about much, but I know a little bit about a lot of shit. That's about, mm -hmm. that's about the best I can give you. <laughs> that, oh my God. I don't know how you come up with this shit, but, but you absolutely always do. Uh, Jason, I'm hoping that we are going to see a whole lot more uh, culinary creations come out of Jason's feed and just more like inspiring stories from, from the weight loss surgery perspective from men. So if you're looking for a dude, if you're looking for that manly inspiration, if you're looking for some grill inspiration, definitely follow, give Jason a, a follow. You can follow me at actively underscore April. And I just post stories that should probably just be videos. So if you want an in-depth look at my crazy mind and my fabulous life, you can follow me there. All right, you guys. Again, thank you so much for what you do for this community. Thank you for, for being a part of East to West. Thank you for, for, for giving us your time tonight so we can, we can inspire and, and walk through our year. That was... That was pretty dang fabulous. Uh, we encourage you to, to follow, like, subscribe to our podcast and our YouTube channel. You will be the first to know when new content drops. And in 2021, that will be often. We have so many different ways that you can access support. We host virtual bariatric meetups every month. Uh, we interview prominent members of the community. We, we interview anybody who has really gone through the bariatric experience. Those episodes drop weekly. We have a weekly struggle bus segment. If you are struggling with something in the moment, send us a direct message pop on our Instagram live, leave us a, a voice memo on our anchor homepage so we can incorporate it into the podcast. Uh, but that's a fabulous place for support. 
Uh, Ashley and Becca have rolled out an amazing uh, weekly support on the weekend. It's called Coffee Talk, where you can just show up, spill the beans, get the support that you need in a very safe, safe environment. Uh, and then, of course, our Instagram feed is already fire, but you are going to see it just straight like lightning, lightning bolt fire, like meteor through the sky, uh, because Natalie is really taking the reins on that. And she is going to dial that in so that the support is meaningful and really at your fingertips and, and easy to follow. So all kinds of great stuff. So, oh my gosh. Okay, you guys, I think I did it. Jason, did I do it? Sounds like it. All right. You want to take us out as you do with all of our episodes? Yes, ma'am. I just want to thank you guys for all of the support, not only that these wonderful ladies that I am partnered with uh, give me and, and supply to me and we supply to each other, but uh, also to all of you in the community. We can't thank you enough for you know supporting us, liking us, carrying us along on the journey. We're able to do what we do because you guys follow along and, and are very receptive to the uh, information that we provide. So we appreciate that. And always at the end of the day, remember that you've got this and we've got you and we'll see you next time. Awesome. Thank you so much, you guys. Have a very wonderful new year and we'll see you in 2021. Bye, Bye guys. Bye.